My name is Mimi Bouchard, and I'm a personal development junkie that is here to help you transform your life so that you can truly tap into your ultimate potential. I'm a meditation teacher and a podcaster, and in this podcast, I am raw, I am real, and I share everything I possibly can to make this journey of self-discovery and transformation easier for you. Enjoy. Guys, I'm so pumped for today's episode with Elizabeth Stein. She is the founder and CEO of Purely Elizabeth. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I'm honestly obsessed with grain-free <laughs> pancake mix. And Elizabeth and I have connected now for a while. I was on her podcast. She and I have, you know, been, I guess been Insta friends for a while. So I'm super excited to have you on, Elizabeth. Thank you so, so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. And it's like so fun for me to hear your voice on this because I'm doing some of your meditations and it's, I feel like I'm in a meditation right now. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll get right into the meditation. Your eyes. <laughs> That's so funny. I, um, to be honest with you, I love how we connected and I love how I naturally found your products and just became obsessed and was buying them for honestly years until we connected. And, and then now you're doing my meditations and it's just such a cool kind of like female entrepreneur vibe we have going on. Totally. I just love being able to support other women who are doing amazing things. Yeah, me too. Me too. So you have built an empire in the healthy food space. Like, let's talk about it. How did you get to where you are today? Like it, cause I'm sure we have so many people listening right now that, you know, there are a lot of female founders or aspiring entrepreneurs that are listening to the show. And I would love for you to tell your story from the lens of, uh, you know, or telling it to the type of person that might need to hear it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So definitely was not always thinking my path was going to be in food. And I think for many entrepreneurs, most of us, you know, don't have this as a plan, right? We stumble upon it for various reasons, whether it's finding a new passion or, you know, this idea just hits you. And for me, it was really starting to find a new passion. Um, I, I will say I, I was always a relatively healthy eater and I, you know, like to exercise and all those things. But, you know, looking back at it, even in college, I I was partying, but I was also driving a half an hour. Um, I went to Boston University. I was driving half an hour to Cambridge to go to Berrien Baptiste Power Vinyasa yoga classes. And this was like sophomore year of college. So I had definitely identified early on that there was this mind-body connection that was really important. And um, as I got out of college, I, you know, like many people don't know what you want to do. And I, 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 you know, struggled with finding career-wise what I wanted to do in my life. So I had various jobs. And the last job that I had was one I was not passionate about. It was definitely something that I was looking for something else, which I'm sure many people can relate to, especially when you're, you know, 23, 22 years old. And at the time, I met my then boyfriend who was a big triathlete, marathoner. He was a personal trainer. And so he got me 
into this whole other level of health and wellness. And I started doing marathons and triathlons. And I was somebody who would like hide in the woods during lacrosse practice because I didn't like to run. Um, So this was very much putting myself out of my comfort zone. And I think it was really the first big lesson that I had of how good it feels to get out of your comfort zone, doing something that you never thought that you could do And also realizing that the physical training was half of the equation, but the mental part was actually just as big, right? And getting your mind around, hey, I've run one mile to all of a sudden I can run 26 miles and struggle. It was not easy, but but to do it. And so I really had this whole new passion and I wanted to find something in my career that was more aligned health and wellness wise. So this was back in 2007. And during that time, as I started Googling, I don't know what I was Googling, but something, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition came up in my Google search. And so I immediately left my office desk. I went and enrolled that day and that really changed my life. And it was through that program that I enrolled that year, learning about food as medicine, hearing, um, Mark Hyman talk about the effects of gluten. And, you know, this was so ahead of its time, like even thinking about what we talked about from a a gut perspective, like they were just uncovering the gut microbiome. Like we didn't know anything. When when did you uh, launch your company? Just so I can get 2009. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So shortly. Okay. So, so I did the program in 2007 and A year later, October of 2008, I was trying to promote my nutrition practice at a local triathlon. And, you know, in 2008, it wasn't like sexy to talk about holistic health. So I figured in order to get people to talk to me, I needed to hand out something delicious so that people would chat. And sure enough, nobody wanted to talk about nutrition counseling. They just wanted to know where they could buy these delicious blueberry muffins that I had made. And so person after person asked the same thing. The light bulb went off and I started telling people, when you sign up for my nutrition newsletter, I'll let you know when the products will be available. And so that was really the genesis. That was the aha moment. I went back a year later, October of 2009. And I said, you know what? This is a captive audience. I did not have a business plan. I did not make sure that everything was perfect. I really just took the lens of, you know, let's see what happens. And um, sure enough, went to the race, sold out at the race. And then a couple of days later, got incredible press from this huge site called Daily Candy at the time, which put many, many businesses on the map back in the day. They featured us in their newsletter and I had $10,000 of orders in three hours of the email blast. And that was truly how it started. What an awesome story. I just need to note that you hustled from the beginning and and so many people nowadays just think success comes so easy, right? So I just want to highlight the fact that you're going to these triathlons and like literally making muffins to try to entice people to come speak to you, not just going and kind of being like, oh, okay, no one wants to talk to me, but trying different avenues, like making muffins to entice people to come in and, and 
it just seems like you really did everything you could to try to create this business in the nutrition space for yourself. And, and then you pivoted, you noticed, okay, wait, why are these muffins selling better than people learning about nutrition? Oh, ding. Maybe I should create a healthy food company. Like it's so cool to see how your brain works. And I think it's something to be said and highlighted to the audience. You know, you have to think outside of the box, right? You need Mm -hmm. to see what's not working, try something else. If something's not working, it doesn't mean that you're failing. It just means that you're, you're, you're needing to figure out a different angle. Right. So I think that's, that's really inspiring. And so tell me, you launched it. You had this one big win with that website, 10,000 sales in, in three hours. What happened next? Like, was it hard after, and you were kind of looking for the next marketing push or, you know, did you hire your first person? Like, tell me a little bit about that aftermath. So th- that website, which I was just having a conversation with someone yesterday, like that needs to exist today because there's nothing that has that sort of power, but it was a snowball effect. It was like, all of a sudden I was getting inquiries from food and wine and Oprah magazine. And so we luckily just got hit after hit from a PR perspective and mind you, I didn't have a real kitchen. So all of a sudden I had to figure out how how to make the product. I didn't have enough to fulfill it. So I found a commercial kitchen and really for that first year focused on just supporting our online sales. And it was in that year, it was just myself and my mom. And it wasn't until the following year where I then found a manufacturer who could make the product. And then at that time I could say, okay, now I have someone who can help make it and support it. Now I can go out and try to sell into more retailers and really try to move the business forward. Not that it wasn't going somewhere, but really like take a bigger leap, I would say. Right. And then are do you own 100% of the company? Do you have partners if you don't mind me asking just to kind of see like how it's evolved over the past what like 13 years at this point? Yeah, it's crazy. So for a very long time I was the sole owner, which was amazing and then we got to the point of really scaling and it was a big decision to say, you know, do I bring on a partner, or do I not? Like we could continue to be scrappy, but it really felt like we had gotten to the point where I wanted to bring in not just the financial partner, but someone who had, you know, expertise that I didn't have in a greater way and could really help the business. And so in 2000, I think it was 13 or 14, we took um, our first investment and now have um, a partner. That's so awesome. it's it's been great. And it's been, you know, there's so many fears around what bringing in a partner can do to a business. And I would say one of the biggest lessons is just like really staying true to what matters most for you. And for me, it was, I didn't care if evaluation was better from somebody else. It was all about the relationship and who those people are. And that's always going to be more important to me than the money aspect. Um, So really being true to yourself of what those key priorities for your own happiness. Totally. And I think it's, you know, there's something important in there to say that you, you got investment, what, 2013, you said? So I think it was actually like 60 now after I said that. So it was a while. So seven years after you launched, I think that's super cool. And also just like, you understand the business so much more after that amount of time, like superhuman, we launched just under a year ago. Like, 
And I was already considering, oh, like, do I want to get capital? Like, like, I was just going so fast. And I'm so happy that I took a step back and I'm like, no, like, I don't need it. And I need to like learn my business more. I need to understand it more. I need to live in it more. And I love how it took you that long to decide, okay, yeah, maybe it's time because I'm inundated seeing around, you know, friends and people, you know, in the space that are just like, you know, starting businesses and instantly just moving 10 steps forward, which isn't necessarily always a bad thing, but I think there's something to say about keeping the company and brand very authentic by building the core beginning of it um, completely yourself. Totally. I could not agree more. I mean, if you can do it, I think the best thing is to hold on as long as you can. I think exactly like you said, like for you to really understand, and then you can truly have those conversations with a partner and investor coming from a place that you understand every facet of the business and you've really controlled as much of you know the direction that you're looking to go. And that's of course not for everyone, but totally. So what is next with Purely Elizabeth? As we kind of wrap up the business talk of things, what's next with you guys? What's the uh, global takeover plan? <laughs> we have some exciting new products. So we are actually launching into ready to eat cereal in August. So it's a huge, uh, exciting new product development for us. Something that we have certainly been like right next to us sitting there in the granola next to ready to eat. And, you know, to me, that category just is filled with so much junk and there's such a white space opportunity for a cleaner, healthier, better tasting product. So I am thrilled to be launching into that category and we will be in Whole Foods um, with two SKUs going in. Oh my God. What are the flavors? A vanilla blueberry almond and a honey peanut butter. And it's a flake and cluster with nuts and seeds. And then we add in vitamin D. So an excellent source of vitamin D. My mouth is watering right now. I haven't had lunch yet. And that literally sounds like exactly what I'm craving. So wow, the great, great flavor situation going on. Vanilla, almond, blueberry. That's like my go-to. Um, when I was a kid, I was obsessed with Vector cereal. And that's like a very unhealthy version of this. I think. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds awesome. Well, congratulations. That's so exciting. Hey guys, future Mimi here. I wanted to quickly pause this episode to tell you about my latest obsession. Okay, you guys know that I love Organifi products. I've been talking about them literally for years, like three years, and I use them every single day. Right now, as I am recording this, I am on kind of a vacation. I'm at a spa in the desert waiting for my retreat members to come join me for a six-day retreat in four days. And I brought my Organifi Greens powder with me because of two reasons. Reason number one, it helps my digestion. And when I have it every single day in the morning, I have a very good digestion and it keeps me consistent is all I'll say. And then reason number two, it energizes me and makes me feel motivated and clear minded. So for those two reasons, that is my must have when I'm traveling. And I just wanted to tell you about it and let you know that they have some other incredible products that I truly 
do not live without. I use their vegan vanilla protein powder in my smoothies most mornings. Ben is obsessed with it too. It's like his go-to. He has the chocolate protein powder after the gym. He loves it. And then also I love the healthy hot chocolate, the Organifi Gold drink. You guys need to try this if you like hot chocolate and you want it healthified. This is a must. So these products are super healthy, very, very high quality, all organic, all the good stuff. I would not put these in my body if they were not (laughs) checking all of the above. So if you want to try them out and take it from me, they are incredible. They taste great and they're so good for you. Then just use my code Mimi on their website and go to Organifi.com forward slash Mimi. That is O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I, Organifi.com forward slash Mimi and you can see all my favorites there and get the biggest discount that they offer which is 20% off and their products are so high quality that this is actually a really awesome deal. So go check it out and we'll get back to the episode with Elizabeth in a moment. So I know that you're also into personal development which is the kind of second half of the episode that I'd love to dive into. Um, Tell me a bit more about that. When did you get into personal development? How has this I guess, uh, uh, complemented your business and entrepreneurial growth. Because for me personally, I feel like the more work I do on myself, the more money I make, the more work I do on myself, the bigger my business gets. Tell me a bit about your personal development story and and how that's kind of aligned with business. Yeah. So I think probably, you know, as I mentioned, starting to go to yoga in, you know, that sophomore year of college and really, beginning that journey there and identifying that the mind body connection. And then it was really my experience at integrative nutrition that truly put all of the pieces together for me. And I think understanding, you know, at a fundamental level where they talked about, I forget, did you go to integrative nutrition? No. No. Okay. Talking about primary food and secondary food and primary food being all the things in your life that's not on your plate. So everything that brings you happiness or sadness, but you know, your relationships, your job, your environment, your home, your spiritual practice. And it really opened my eyes to how important that is. And then of course, hearing, you know, expert after expert coming to talk, whether it was like Dr. Weil talking about meditation and breath work. And so that just started me on this path. And, you know, quickly after that, I launched the business and I dove in head first and without taking a breath. And I would realize that, um, I'd get dressed in the morning to go work out, put on my workout outfit, I then get on my laptop and I would never actually work out and I would never actually leave that chair for for like 10 hours of the day. And so, you know, it's certainly served a purpose at the beginning, like you're all in and you are so passionate about it that you want to be doing it. Like balance isn't even a word, but I think after probably the first year is where I really started to realize like, this is not the healthiest relationship that I'm having with my job or my baby as I think about it and really needing to bring in other areas of my life to have self-care and to do take the time for me. And so whether that started to look like in those days, you know, working out was a number one non-negotiable for me, taking a bath 
every day was like my quiet time just to relax. And I would like candles and turn the lights off. Um, and so I quickly learned, I think in that, after that first year of the importance of taking care of me and having that time to be able to, as you were saying, when you're working on yourself, everything's better. And it quickly realized of like that time for me allows myself to be more present in conversations. It allows myself to be in a happier, better mindset. And, um, you know, I've definitely come, I think, a long way from where that was to today. You know what? what, when you're speaking right now, I'm literally, I can't stop thinking, wow, I'm experiencing the same thing at the moment. I'm basically almost one year into superhuman. Yes. It was a different platform before, but superhuman has been really like the, the most businessy business I've ever owned or, you know, started. Yeah. And, um, I'm hitting the year mark and I just recorded a solo episode podcast earlier today about how it was just my birthday. And one of my goals for this upcoming year is to actually create more balance in my life because it's been number one priority is the business. And I had not put, I had burnt out many times this past year and that's something that I need to integrate. So I don't know if it's something like anyone else listening, if you can relate to like the first year of the business, like you have gone all in and then you reevaluate a year after and you're like, okay, I need to chill a little bit. That's so interesting that we both had the same experience or I'm having that experience that you had back in the day because I, it's, it's so important. And did you feel like, you know, these, like, I, I'm, I know the answer to this, but like the growth of the business didn't stop when you decided to spend some time on yourself. Right. Absolutely. I mean, I do think, I don't regret. And I think for many people yeah. like in that year one, like you do have to be, I don't regret. I mean, either, but it's time. It's, 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 you don't have any help and, yeah, exactly. and you're just, everything is so new and, but, but yes, nothing, nothing changed. And in fact, it probably only got better. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And now, you know, I'm hiring more people and delegating more. And I, I feel very good about the people that are doing things um, on my team that I used to do. So yeah, I, I can agree more. Totally agree. I think another big thing, as I look back to, to the early years, it was like, all I could think about every single hour of the day was work. Yeah. Like I would be driving in the car with other people and my mind was constantly thinking yeah. about that. And I wasn't present. And so as you talk about, you know, was it, could it have been bad for the business that you got out of that? It's like, no, once you're also present to other things that could be helping the business, you know, you're observing, even driving and seeing something inspirational that might catch your eye. And, and so it's like pulling yourself out of that world that was really important for me. Totally. And I also feel like the principles of creating life of your dreams through changing your energy and self-image, aka the word manifestation that I don't really like to use because it has a different connotation in the spiritual world right now. I more so want to talk about like the actual pragmatic approach to change, which is you change your energy, you change your life, you change your self-image, what you do every day, your personality, who you are, your beliefs, thoughts, actions, you change your life. And I think the more effortless you are in this approach, 
the more effortless it will come to you as well. And, you know, setting inspired intention and action um, and and just embodying the feeling of it already be, being where you want to be. That's kind of my my core belief. So I had caught myself many times this year where I was just like, why am I not practicing what I preach? Like, what am I doing? And then I, I reel myself back in and I get back into flow and then things that I were, I was so stressed out about finally just like go away or like resolve themselves naturally. So it's, you know, everyone needs to remind themselves of that sometimes. For sure. And I will say that, you know, as I said, my journey has evolved so much and I, I will say, and it's not just because this is your podcast, but really, you know, incorporating your meditations over the last I don't know how long it's been, call it like six months or so, has totally shifted my mindset. And I do feel like, you know, you go through periods of ups and downs and getting like stuck. And I just don't feel the things that would have like bothered me before, like aren't bothering me because I'm starting off my day in this like super positive mindset of like what I want. Thank you. And I I agree. I think the meditations make you unstuck. They make you feel like you again. And we all know that feeling of us being the best self, whether it's in a a glimpse of a moment that we felt that and, or maybe even in your childhood when you felt unlimited and free and joyful and blissed out. I know that everyone that, that, you know, is listening and in the world, like they have that potential within them. And that's why I've created the platform. And I think it's, it's all about reconnecting with the person that you can be the version of your, like your potential reconnect with your potential. That's essentially it and get unstuck and, and reconnect with it. Um, Cause it's already there. It just, it really just takes a Deep little, down. yeah. It just takes a little bit of, you know, chucking off some layers and getting back into it. So tell me what, what are your favorite like categories of meditations. I know we have like so many different types of meditations on the app. Like tell me your top faves. Oh God. Um, this morning I did a leg up the wall. Saw that on Insta. Thank you. I, I do <laughs> love the walking meditations because I frequently will take my dogs around a lake in the morning. And so it's like the perfect, I can, you know, multitask, which is another one of my favorite things of like being able to multitask because it was always hard for me to say like, I'm going to sit down and take this time. And so for people, you know, who struggle with that, which I think is, you know, a really good thing, because it's not a one size all fits, one size fits all approach. Um, So I love the walking. And then usually like any of the quickies, like I immediately can't sit down for 45 minutes. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, me too. And that's why, like, that's literally the basis of superhuman is because I struggle sitting down for a long period of time as well. And that's like, I I still think that you can get the benefits of doing an inspiring visualization, uh, you know, motivational meditation while getting ready in the morning. Like this morning, I didn't do a seated meditation. I did a 20 minute getting ready in the morning meditation. I put my AirPods in. I shot after I showered, I like did my whole hair routine, um, and you know, got ready. And it was literally 20 minutes passed by so quickly. I felt way better after it gave me something to think about. Like, you know, when you're getting ready in the morning and you don't even know what you thought about for the past 30 minutes, it gives you like, it just like prompts you to think about what you want to happen in in your day. And, um, I, I totally agree. You know, it's, it's not easy to sit down for 45 minutes and you can still have the benefits without, without doing that. 
I do, as you were saying that, I do also love your getting ready when you're, when you talk about just like being present and putting on your face creams. And for me, like that was really, uh, I feel like so much I'm still in my head. And so to really be present and like, wow, this is like a very lovely morning experience um, is a really nice way to start the day too. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, this has been an amazing episode, Elizabeth. We're at 30 minutes. And uh, is there anything, so where can people find you? Is there anything that you suggest or any product you suggest people start with if they haven't ever checked out Purely Elizabeth and where can they buy the products? I personally love the original granola and the grain-free pancake mix um, and the oatmeal packs. I love the oatmeal packs. I can't wait to try the cereal. Um, There's a lot that I just said there. So go ahead. Where can people find you and, and grab the products and which products do you suggest we get? Yeah, absolutely. So we're on Instagram at purely underscore Elizabeth. That's both mine and the brand's Instagram. So I'm posting there on stories myself. And then in stores, you can find us really in retailers nationwide. Uh, You'll be able to find our brand new cereals at Whole Foods, as well as our brand new oatmeal packets with prebiotic fiber. Those are also delicious. And then you mentioned our original, which is our number one um, granola, our number one skew. So if you're going to start with one thing, I'd probably start with that. It's our yellow granola bag. And I forgot to mention, we are about to go through a brand refresh. So new oh, packaging coming on the shelf, probably in the next month or two. I can't wait to see it. Does it look really different? No, it's kind of just like an update. Up- I mean, our, our logo is different, um, but evolved. Not, so you won't not recognize it. It's just a modern refresh and you know, it's time to bring it, bring it to the next level. Love it. Well, thank you so much again for coming on Elizabeth. And this was such a awesome chat.